0: Get down to business. Thanks for coming out tonight. I wrote me a manual, a step by step booklet for you to get. Now I make money, moves. You
1: can't see me. My time is now, 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 now. What up, what up, what up, guys? Welcome back to the Fitness Times Business Podcast. My name is Joseph Metzel. I am your host. I got a treat for you guys this episode. Leah is back. Hello. What's happening, Leah? What's going on? Welcome back to the show. Good to be back. Welcome back to the pod. Guys, actually you know what i should do before i even get into it because i i all, uh, you know, i'm i'm really shit because what happens guys is we turn the cameras on we turn the <laughs> microphones on and i'm like i'm ready to go let's go got my cold drip coffee right here i do like to uh remind people why they're tuning into this podcast mm. because we do have a lot of new listeners every podcast and you know perhaps because the way we grow is people share the podcast they tag us in their stories guys don't forget to do that at the end of this episode mm. uh and we have a lot of listeners every show that we drop, a lot of new listeners. Guys, you're tuning in to the Fitness Times Business Podcast because you're trying to level up. You're trying to level up in business. You're trying to level up in fitness. You're trying to level up in your career. You're trying to level up in your relationships. You're trying to level up in all areas of your life. And you're looking for practical advice on how to get to the next level, how to take that next step on the staircase to wherever the fuck it is you want to take your life. And you can take that shit as far as you want. That's why you're tuning in. And this episode, we are going to touch on a topic that is so fundamentally important to making progress in any area of your life because it deals with moving forward instead of moving backwards. hmm It deals with focusing on things within your sphere of influence instead of focusing on things outside of your sphere of influence. And ultimately, it deals with taking ownership of whatever the fuck the universe throws at you and figuring out how to get through it. So we're going to call this episode, Whose Fault is All of This? And the basis for this is no surprises here this COVID-19 bullshit, the coronavirus pandemic we're going through, the pandemic that I have called on many occasions the exposure pandemic, because the pandemic is exposing a lot of the bullshit excuses that people use to justify bad character traits, bad personality traits, acting like fucking fools, bad practices, bad habits, bad routines, and all of the excuses that they use to justify have been completely wiped out by this pandemic. That's why it's called the exposure pandemic. And one of the biggest excuses that has been wiped out is this paradox or, or, or paradigm. I'm not sure exactly which word I'm looking for, but it definitely starts with a P mm. uh, <laughs> between fault and responsibility because at the moment I'm seeing a lot of people who have been negatively affected in some way by this pandemic. And let's be honest, all of us have, Mm -hmm. whether our business has been affected, whether our career has been affected, whether our fitness has been affected whether our relationships have been affected, whether we haven't been able to travel and see our friends and family and those relationships have been affected. Everyone in some way has been affected by this pandemic. And what I'm seeing a lot of is instead of people taking responsibility for their own business, their own career, their own fitness, their own relationships, they're spending a lot of time, effort, and energy trying to point the finger. Mm at perhaps it's the federal government, perhaps it's their local member of parliament, their state premier um, is a big one in in Australia, Mm. pointing the finger at whoever the fuck they can point the finger at and saying, you know what, this is your fault. And therefore it's your responsibility to pick up all of these pieces. It's not my responsibility. And this is such a massive fundamental roadblock to personal development in any area of your life. And it's being exposed by the coronavirus pandemic, but it's something that people do a lot, right? Regardless of if there's a pandemic or not, something happens in their life, something happens to them, or as I like to say, something happens for them. Mm -hmm. And they want to figure out whose fault it is before they even think about taking responsibility for it because it's affected them in whatever way it's Mm. affected them. And they're the only ones that can pick up those pieces.
0: Mm. What are your thoughts? Well, I think they don't actually get to that part straight away because I think you want to find someone to blame. You want to find someone to point the finger at because you want them to take responsibility. Correct. No one has actually got to the point where they've disconnected the two. Mm. You know, because that's this this thing is if if that person's at fault, if that person's uh, to blame, then they are responsible for fixing it. It's kind of like this default position that we've got as in a society almost.
1: It definitely is. It's the mm. it, it's the it's the uh, default fault position. Yes, it is. Let's <laughs> it's call it that. Default the default position is if I can figure out <laughs> whose fault this is, yep. then that person automatically becomes responsible. Mm-hmm. That is kind of, that's the, that's the general society default. That's and why they wrote, need to fix it. And, and well, it's, it's their fault. Therefore it's their responsibility. Therefore they need to fix it. Mm. And it's such a crazy default position because it, it, it never plays out. It never plays. Give me one think of one example well, where that default can, position we'll actually at, rings true. I can
0: see, I can see how we got to it. I can see as a society how do we, get how to we got to that? Because if you look at like I guess the basics of how the law works, yeah. if I'm driving down South Road mm-hmm. and I hit another car, mm-hmm. I'm at fault. Yeah. Therefore, I'm responsible. Responsible for what? For fixing that car, for you know, but if are you though? Yes, you are. If you're are at you are fault, yeah. are you
1: going to go and take that car that you hit to the crash repairers no, and I'm invest not the time do all of that, and but the, the effort. law turns around and says you're at fault, you're responsible. You got to pay for it. Yeah. But it's not your responsibility to go fix that fucking car well,
0: to that extent. But you can kind of see how as a society we got to this default fault position. I can see it. You know. And we, we yeah. you what you just turn the news on. Mm. You see it all the time. We're always like hanging up like politicians to drive because mm. it's like, oh, well, that was their fault. They made Therefore, a bad decision. They made a bad decision and they're responsible for fixing it. Yeah. See it all the time. Yeah. So I can kind of see how as a society we kind of got to where we're at with that.
1: It's almost like this adversarial default position, isn't it? Because you think like you brought up a you know a, effectively what would be a civil case right. if you talk about the legal structure. And in criminal law, that's a big thing, right? It's about, you know, who murdered that person? Who raped that person? Who killed that person? Like mm. it's it's all it's all about. We need to figure out who's guilty. Yeah. And the guilt is the most important thing. Yeah. But even in those situations, the the situation you mentioned, mm. let's take let's take an extreme. Let's take a murder. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. We figure out who's guilty of the murder. Yeah. Right. They're 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 proven guilty. They are at fault. Mm it's not their responsibility to go and pick up the pieces of that family who has been traumatized because they've lost somebody who they love.
0: Mm. It's not their responsibility.
1: That's still regardless of fault. So this default position as a society where we've become accustomed to pointing the finger and figuring out who's at fault Mm. and therefore responsibility follows Mm. is completely false, completely false.
0: It's not so much false as it's just the two don't even really go hand in hand.
1: They hundred percent don't. You figured
0: out whose fault, who was at fault, who was to blame. Yeah. Okay, then what? You mm. know, you've, you've dealt with that. You've dealt with the past. Yeah. You know now. Now you've got to assume responsibility moving forward.
1: I, I want to give some examples here because yeah. I, I feel like we need to, you know, give some actual practical examples so that the listeners and the and the viewers resonate with what we're talking about with this complete disconnect between fault and responsibility. So I'm going to give a couple right now. I'm I'm going to use the coronavirus because it's very relevant at this point in time. Let's say that you run a business and the coronavirus has crushed your business. Perhaps it's on the demand side, perhaps it's on the supply side. For whatever reason, your business has been negatively affected by coronavirus. Mm. Do you really think that figuring out and finding who ate that bat in fucking Wuhan that caused the breakout of coronavirus, do you really think that that person is going to be responsible for picking up the pieces of your business?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Do you really think that – this is something big in the media at the moment mm. is you know the, the uh, Chinese government had information about coronavirus back you know, at the end of 2019 and withheld it. Do you really think that if we find the Chinese government at fault that they are going to be responsible for picking up the pieces of your business Or the economies around the world that have been crushed by this pandemic? Do you really think that if you are able to pin fault on your local member of parliament, your state premier, your um, prime minister, your president, whoever the fuck, that they're going to come and pick up the pieces of your business? No, it doesn't work like that. It's your business. You're responsible. No, you're not at fault. It's not your fucking fault that a one in a hundred year pandemic happened to happen at the end of 2019, start of 2020. It's not your fault still your responsibility to pick up the business. Mm. The same thing applies for career. If you're an employee and your position has been negatively affected because the business you work for has been negatively affected, it doesn't matter if you can point fault at the the CEO of the business because they made the decisions they had to make to keep the business afloat during the pandemic. still your responsibility to pick up the pieces of your career and move forward. Mm -hmm. No, you're not at fault wasn't your fault. Still your responsibility. Yeah. What about fitness? I like this one because I see, I've seen this a lot during this, during this pandemic. No, it's not your fault that the gyms were shut. It's still your responsibility to take hold of your fitness. It's still your responsibility to get yourself back in shape. It wasn't your fault that the gyms were shut. Still your responsibility. Let's take it outside the coronavirus because I see this one in fitness a lot as well. Let's say that your coach didn't do the best job of coaching you. Say you're a general health and fitness client, right? They fucked up. Maybe their advice on your diet wasn't right. The advice on the exercise wasn't right. Do you really think that finding them at fault is going to change the fact that it's your responsibility to move forward with your fitness? Mm. Sure, it wasn't your fault. It was the coach's fault. Fine. Point the fucking finger. Still your responsibility. Let's say you're a competitive athlete and your coach got you all the way to peak week and then fucking disappeared during peak week and you didn't place the way you wanted to place. Sure. It's your coach's fault. doesn't change the fact it's your responsibility to pick up the pieces and get started on your reverse diet in your next prep.
0: You have to. You have to take responsibility. I think with, without doing that, you're stuck in this like victim mode. Yeah if you if you don't 100%. if you don't turn around and take responsibility you are powerless you know there's that um it's funny cuz I, I everyone knows this saying with with uh, great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. Everyone knows that you've heard it. Everyone probably listening has heard it, and you think it comes from like some great philosopher or something, don't you? Like, do you know who even where that quote? Isn't comes it from? a movie quote? It's from Spider Man. Yeah, okay. So yeah, it's, actually it's a comic a Stan, quote. Well, it's a Stan Lee quote, really. Yeah. If we want to get technical, um, but you know, and everyone thinks that's some great, you know, some great quote. But if you actually flip that quote itself on its head, and you know, with great responsibility comes great, great power, mm. which holds so true. Because as soon as you take, yeah, yeah. As soon as you take responsibility, you take back the power, you know, you take back the power of the situation and until you do that, you're kind of stuck in this victim mode.
1: I love that so much. That really resonates with me because we've identified that generally speaking, this default fault position Mm. of society is that we need to find someone to point the finger at Mm before we even think about taking responsibility. Hopefully if we find that person, they'll take responsibility. My default position is one of, I'm gonna, I'm gonna quote the title of a book from uh, one of my favorite authors, Jocko Willink, is extreme ownership. Mm. That's my default position. So my default position is, it doesn't matter what the universe throws at me. It doesn't matter what happens to me, or as I like to say, what happens for me. I'm going to take responsibility for it and I'm going to figure out how to move forward or how to pick up the pieces or how to take steps in the right direction. I actually don't give a fuck whose fault it is Mm. because I know that as soon as I start falling into that victim mode, Mm. start falling into that point the finger at somebody mode that there's three fingers pointed back at me. And you guys can do like literally do this right now. Point the finger at something. I'm like point it, it at the wall. No, do it, do it. Point the finger I'm doing it. and look underneath your hand. I'm doing
0: it into the camera.
1: Look underneath your hand. Oh, yeah. There's three fingers pointing point straight back at you Got because that. it's on you. Yeah. It's on you. So my default position is this position of extreme ownership where it doesn't matter what happens? It doesn't matter whose fault it is. I'm not going to take any time, energy, or effort out of my life trying to figure out who to point the finger at, trying to figure out whose fault it is, because I know that responsibility doesn't follow, and I know ultimately it's my responsibility to figure out what the fuck to do. Talk to me about some examples of that. Perhaps in like relationships, okay. or yeah, or okay. I
0: think I think a relationship example would be good at this point. Um, And one that, you know, sadly, I think too many of us can, can relate to is let's say that you've been cheated on. Mm. It's not your fault. Mm. It's not your fault that your partner cheated on you, Mm. but it's for damn sure your responsibility to, to live a happy and and healthy and love filled life beyond that. You know, I think that's one that a lot of people are going to be able to relate to or resonate with, you know, it's, it's not. It's not your fault that, you know, you had, uh, you know, uh, again, like a probably touchy subject or whatever, but it's not your touchy ones
1: are the best ones. Yeah.
0: You know, they're they're really, they're sad, but you know, it's not your fault that you had an abusive partner, Mm. but it's your responsibility to, to take hold of that situation and, 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 and go and live a, you know, a a happy life beyond that, you know, um, yeah, it's – those are probably two relationship ones that that, that people can probably, um, yeah, understand a little bit.
1: And I think, you know, like relationships are one area that it's re- – like it's really difficult, mm. you know. It's one thing to talk about this in theory and yeah. – sometimes it, you know, it kind of go, it almost goes without saying, and it's kind of easy to follow on the business example. Like you kind of get it. All right. Yeah. You might get pissed off that some shit happened, but it's your business. It's your responsibility, Got it. your career. You might get pissed off that whatever fuck happened, but it's your responsibility, It's your career, right? Your fitness, obviously it's your body, right? Mm-hmm. No one can be responsible for your body. When you start getting into the situation where there's very strong, negative emotions associated, perhaps it's anger, perhaps it's frustration, perhaps it's fear, perhaps it's guilt, mm. perhaps it's shame, these really strong, unpleasant emotions, that's really where it becomes very difficult to move from the default fault position to the default extreme ownership position. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the relationship one, I mean <laughs> I can relate a hundred percent to that, you know, and you would be very familiar being my sister, the breakdown of my marriage Mm. and all of the negative emotions that came along with that. It would have been very easy for me to just go straight into pointing finger mode, Mm. straight into the, the blame game, as people like to say and go, you know what, this was your fault. You did this, you did that, you know, and just devote all of that time and effort and energy into that retrospective bullshit yeah. when it doesn't matter, and whether and it doesn't matter if it's a marriage breakup, mm. a, a romantic relationship breakup, a friendship breakup, a difficulty that you're having in a family relationship, perhaps with your mom, your dad, your your brother, your sister, whatever it may be. There is no benefit in playing the blame game Mm. and pointing the finger and trying to figure out who's at fault in a situation.
0: Well, I think also once people do that, you, you know, you're at fault, you did this. Yeah. And then, and then the next thing that always follows is you need to fix this. Yeah. You need to fix me. It's your fault. I feel like this. Mm -hmm. Your unhappiness is not their responsibility. Yeah. Just let's get that clear Mm. because your, your, your happiness is your responsibility It might be their fault, but it's not their fault to fix you at all. So I think that's a bit of a disconnect as well. Because even once you find fault, once you find blame, once you, you know, that whole next part of you need to fix this because it's your fault. Mm. No, no. You are 100% solely responsible for your own happiness.
1: Well, let's go one step further because you mentioned it about your own feelings. Mm. Let's go one step further to like overarching mental health. Yeah, Whether it's relationship-based or not relationship-based. A lot of people at the moment are probably going through the roughest patch of mental health that they experience in their lives Uh, Yeah, because of everything that's happening, not only as a direct result of the pandemic, but all of the shit that's indirectly related to it, Mm -hmm. right? A lot of people have gone through some very dark times at the moment. And it's the same thing. You experience these really strong negative emotions. Perhaps it's depression. Perhaps it's anxiety. Perhaps it's shame once again. Perhaps it's guilt once again. It's very difficult or it's very easy to point the finger at other people. But at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter whose fault it is because you are 100% responsible for your own thoughts and your own emotions and the way you perceive your own thoughts and your own emotions, the way you act upon your own thoughts and your own emotions. And you have to take control of that. Yeah. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. So this, you know, this default position of extreme ownership is something that I believe in my soul as the best way to approach any situation, where something happens, where your initial reaction is to go, I need to find someone to point a finger at. Mm -hmm. I need to find someone to blame. Flip that shit and go, doesn't matter whose fault it is. Doesn't matter who fucked up. I'm not going to spend any time, effort or energy looking backwards. I'm going to take all of that time, effort and energy, multiply it by 10 and figure out how to take responsibility for my business, for my career, for my fitness, for my relationships, for my own thoughts and emotions, and figure out how to move forward.
0: Don't get it twisted either. Like accepting, taking responsibility and taking ownership and taking taking that power does not mean that you're accepting blame or responsibility either. I think that's super important.
1: This is a very good point. Yeah. This is a very good point because just in the way that, responsibility doesn't follow fault. Right. So if you find someone to blame, doesn't mean they're responsible. Mm. The flip side is also mm-hmm. not correct. No. Just because you take responsibility mm. doesn't mean that you're accepting fault.
0: hundred percent. I think that's, you know, becomes very important when you're looking at, you know, say a traumatic childhood. Um, let's say someone had, you know, an abusive parent. Yeah. And, you know they're taking responsibility in their adult years for for their you know they're figuring out how to deal with those traumas and and live a happy life you know beyond that tra- trauma mm. um that is completely separate from the the actual trauma itself yeah. that, that that trauma was not their fault yeah you know they're not to blame for any of that mm. i think that's you know and the same goes with you know again it's another you know the you know, touchy um political Subject, but you know, rape's exactly the same. Mm. You know, you take responsibility for how you, how you deal with that trauma and how you move forward from that trauma and how you build a happy and happy life beyond that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is completely separate from the fact that you are not to blame or not at fault for, yeah. for, for what you've experienced in, in, in the past. And yeah. you know, it is in the past. Yeah.
1: I just want to go to the other side of the extreme. Mm. As well, because there are some situations where the default position of extreme ownership Mm. actually becomes detrimental to your own progress as a person. And I think the best way to kind of think about this, guys, is your sphere of influence. What is within your sphere of influence? What is outside of your sphere of influence? And when you're assuming a default position of extreme ownership, are you, are you assuming ownership and responsibility for things that you can control? Mm. Or are you assuming ownership and responsibility for things that you can't control? I think just the first example is your own fitness, your own health, your own fitness are always – within your sphere of influence, are always within your realm of control. So when it comes to fitness, assuming the default position of extreme ownership is the only way. It's the only way. You're never going to find a situation where your health and fitness is outside of your sphere of control. It's never going to happen. So let's just wipe that one off. But for everything else... All the other examples we've discussed, business, career, relationships, mental health, there are situations where you, you try and take responsibility for things that are outside of your sphere of control and you start to run into issues. What are some examples you can think of of that going too far?
0: I don't know. I can't. You're obviously I'll, on I'll, a train of thought. So I'll give you some,
1: I'll give you, uh, I'll give you an example in business first and mm. foremost, right. As a business owner. Okay. Okay. You are ultimately responsible for every employee in your business. Right. And the reason why I say that, and the reason why that presumption holds true is because you hire motherfuckers, right. And if you don't hire them, you hide the person who hired them mm. or hide the person who hired the person who hired them. So it all comes back to you. Yep. So if your employees make mistakes and your employees are at fault, your default position is extreme ownership, right? You are, you're ultimately responsible. That's the truth. Where you start to run into problems, especially as the owner of a business with multiple people involved, let's say you have five employees, let's say you have 10, 20, 30, 40, 100, thousand, there's multiple people involved. If you're continuously trying to pick up the pieces of the mistakes that every single employee in your business makes. And don't get it twisted. People make mistakes. Mm. They always do. It's part of human nature. You're going to spend so much time fixing mistakes that you're actually going to lose control of your business because you're now trying to take responsibility for things that are really outside of your realm of control. How do you bring those into your realm of control? Well, you start removing people who are making too many mistakes and replace them with people who don't make as many mistakes or that's a bit extreme or you figure out where is the training falling down that my employees are making these mistakes over and over again. So I think that's a good example in business where the the default position of extreme ownership can sometimes go too far. I think in career, it's similar as well. As an employee, you're employed to do a particular job right? You are, and depending on the culture of the company, perhaps your company has a team culture where everyone's responsible for the success of the business in their own little way. But ultimately, you've got a job description, you got KPIs, you're responsible for meeting your KPIs and performing your job description. As an employee, when you start trying to take responsibility for, uh, let's say, lack of leadership Mm -hmm. above you, let's say that, the owner of the company or the directors of the company or the board of directors are not doing what they're supposed to do to help the company thrive and succeed or move forward or whatever they're trying to do with the company. And you start trying to take responsibility. It's too far out of your realm of control to have any effect. And it's going to be detrimental on you because you're going to be so fucking frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do because it's too far. It's outside of your sphere of influence. You can't do anything about it. No. It's too far.
0: Yeah, you've just got to focus on the things you can control. Yeah. You know, that old saying.
1: It's, well, it's yeah. within your sphere of influence. Yeah. What about the examples of relationships, the examples of mental health? Where do you think that default position of extreme ownership starts going too far? I
0: sort of think it, it probably... Probably in, in the mental health realm um, is probably a little bit delicate in there, especially because you want to, you know, you want to take responsibility for the way that you're feeling. Like Mm. you said, you, you are responsible for your feelings and thoughts and, and those sorts of things. But if you are not in a good headspace and you're trying to, you're just taking responsibility for you know the negative thoughts and the negative emotions and this is all my fault and you know i need to fix this and that it, when you're that when you're in a delicate position like that can can probably be be detrimental to mm-hmm. to your mental health even more so yeah i think
1: what about relationships i don't know i feel like from my perspective and my personal experience this is really where this rings the truest right this because when you start trying to take responsibility for the actions or the thoughts or the emotions of people you care about, mm-hmm. whether they're a family member, whether they're a good friend, whether they're a wife, a husband, a romantic partner, mm-hmm. but that person refuses to take responsibility for their own actions. Okay, no, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. For their own yeah. thoughts, yeah, for okay, their own okay, emotions yeah. and for yeah. their own mental health.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I get you now.
1: That yeah. is a very dangerous position mm. for you as, a, as having that default of extreme ownership. Having right. That, you know what? This person doesn't care enough about themselves yeah. to take ownership of their own actions. So I'm going to take responsibility of mm. it for them. Mm. This person who I love, who I care about, doesn't care enough about their own mental health to work on it, mm. to set a, a morning routine, to meditate, to read, to go and seek professional help if they need it. It's all good. I got you. Mm. I'll take responsibility for that. That's a very dangerous position because it's outside of your sphere of control. Yeah, that's
0: super, you, super you dangerous. You cannot mission.
1: force responsibility and ultimately accountability no. on anybody else but yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it comes to, to mental health. You know, yeah. no one can. No one's in in no one's taking responsibility for that, but you, yeah, just on that as well, where you you know the extreme ownership and and I touched on it when I said, you know, let's say that your relationship fell to pieces because the your partner cheated on you, yeah um, with this extreme ownership that where it can kind of go wrong as well is like that's happened. And instead of taking the responsibility of I'm going to, you know, it's my happiness is my responsibility. I'm going to move forward with my life. I'm going to, you know, that, that, that responsibility, instead of looking at it like that, your extreme ownership has gone. Yeah. This is my, this, this they is cheated on me because, because I, I yeah, yeah. you know, and that, that's, that's where it can get a bit dangerous as well. Yeah. You know, they cheated on me because I was responsible for, you know, this and that and that, and you know, you're looking back into relationship and, and back retrospectively in yeah. the past that way. Or
1: this person experiences anxiety because I, Yeah. this because person I, experiences yeah. depression because I. mm. This person can't get their fitness together because I yeah this person can't take accountability and ownership of their own stupid fucking actions because <laughs> I yeah that's the problem yeah because that's not good. you you can never force responsibility on someone else no. you can never force accountability on someone else and as much responsibility as you take for things that are outside of your sphere of influence they're yeah. outside of your sphere of influence. Mm. You can't do anything about it. So I think that that's probably the situation where you have to be a little bit careful about this this kind of default position of of extreme ownership, of taking responsibility. Mm. You mentioned um, a quote. I did? You did. Yeah. The philosophical.
0: The Spider-Man the... quote. Yes. Yes. <laughs> with, yeah. With great power comes great responsibility yes. is the Spider-Man quote. Yes. But we flipped it. Yes. And we said with great responsibility comes great power. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and I think that that reigns very true. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a bit of an overarching theme of, of this, this talk, definitely. Mm. Just trying to get our listeners to understand that you know, as soon as you take responsibility of, of a situation yeah. and, and you forget who who cares who's at fault or who's to blame, mm. you know, as soon as you take responsibility, you've taken the power back into your hands, mm. you know, um, a, a good fitness based one. And we've touched on coaches. We've touched on the stuff that involves other people actually, mm. you know, um, but let's say you get injured. You know, you can actually relate to this. I can. hamstring. I can. Your koala hamstring. Fucking <laughs> Steve Mills. <laughs> well, yeah, we could blame, uh, we could blame Neve. No, but yeah. you know, you get injured and, yeah. and you just, you know, often there's yeah. no one to blame. Yeah. You can't actually blame anyone. You could try and maybe blame yourself. I don't warm up properly or that was, well, was too heavy or, mm. you know, but there's really, there's all this like anger and frustration in, in trying to blame and find fault. Yeah when really what you need to be doing mm. is taking responsibility for the things that are in your control, yeah. which at that point, once you've got the injury is your, your recovery, your, your rehab, you know, beyond your rehab, your prehab, you're making sure you don't get injured again, those sorts of things so you can continue to train. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good example. I think in, in there in, in, in taking um, responsibility.
1: So how do we pull all this together? Cause I want to leave the listeners. I want to leave the viewers with a, with a little blueprint, mm. a little piece of, practical advice, a little collection of mental jewels to apply to any area of their life where they're trying to move forward. I think the first point is to just remove the default fault position the from, past. from your from your mind. Right? The 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 attempt to assign blame, the attempt to point the finger has absolutely no positive benefit on your development in any area of your life. None whatsoever. So take that and throw it the fuck out of your mind. Mm. Just go. Go Gone. That's step number one. Step number two is to replace that with a default position of extreme ownership. Replace that with whatever happens for me or to me depending on which – language you like better, whatever happens for me, I will take responsibility for figuring out how to move forward. Mm. Doesn't matter what happens. Doesn't matter whose fault it is. Doesn't matter who's to blame. It's my responsibility to figure out how to move forward. That's step number two. Step number three is understanding that that default position of extreme ownership 100% rings true all the time when it comes to your own fitness, your own mental health, and anything else that's within your sphere of influence. Mm. There's no two ways about it. You are ultimately responsible for the things you can control.
0: Yeah, for you. Yeah.
1: Step three is to be wary of when that default position of extreme ownership starts to spill over, outside of your sphere of influence yep. when you have a tendency to want to take responsibility for things that you can't control whether they're it's in the business realm the career realm especially in the relationship realm especially when you're dealing with other people because you can never force responsibility or accountability or even fault on other people Mm-mm. people have to take ownership themselves yeah Sure, you can probably tell them to come listen to this podcast <laughs> and apply step number two, but you just need to be wary of when that starts to spill yeah. over. Yeah, and I think that's the three step. That's the three steps. That's man. it.
0: Yep. I don't
1: really think there's anything else yep. to apply, but I, you know, I really love that that Spider-Man quote that you mentioned because with extreme responsibility comes extreme power.
0: Hundred percent.
1: The more that you can get your mindset and your default position, and understand, guys, that the default position is really difficult to get to, the default position of extreme ownership. Mm is really difficult to get to when there's negative emotions involved. So it's going to take work. You can't just listen to this podcast, take down some notes and go, boom.
0: Boom. I am no longer the victim.
1: <laughs> <I am. laughs> victim me. No. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. Doesn't. No. It's going to take going through experiences, going through especially the experiences of really strong negative emotions, catching yourself when you go, man, I just want to, Blame that motherfucker. I want to point the finger at that person. It's their fault. Mm. They have to fix it. Pulling yourself up and going, "Mm -mm." not going to devote that time, energy, effort to that. Going to devote it to what's within my sphere of control. Yep. Taking responsibility because with extreme responsibility comes extreme power. Boom. That's it. Guys. You know what to do. The one thing we ask if you have taken value from this episode of Fitness Times Business podcast is to share this with someone, man. And we say this, but I say, you know what? I, I, I see the number of listens that come through. I see the number of views that come through and they are into the tens and tens of thousands. Pretty cool. And I know a lot of you are not sharing. <laughs> so wow, well, come on, guys. This for every episode, every episode. Let you guys take value from, just share it with one person who you haven't shared it with before. Take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram story, tag myself at Joseph Mencell, tag Leah at Leah Mencell. And we will reshare those posts because we... Love the love. We love the we love. just love spreading the love. But that's what we ask, guys. Just spread the, uh, spread the message. Help us reach as many people as we can because these messages are important. Hmm. And these messages are helping hundreds of thousands of people all over the world get to the next level in their business, their career, their fitness, their relationships, their mental health, and everything else that we touch on. Leah, thank you. Thank you. Always a pleasure having you on the show. Well, it's been a good chat. Guys, until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for tuning into this episode of the Fitness Times Business Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed listening to this episode, make sure you give us a five-star rating. Until next time, we'll catch you on the flip side.